rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. Time is 6 11 a.m. and you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. It is June 21st, 2021, Monday. Good morning to all of you guys. We've got things to talk about today, and then we're going to get into our interview. And I'm sure that you guys will like this interview. We were able to interview a friend of the show, and I think that you will find this interview very, let us say, artistic. All right. Today, starting at 11 a.m., our wonderful state representatives, Barbara Hernandez, Stephanie Kifwit, and Keith Wheeler are partnering with the Kane Senior Council and St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church, providing free frozen meals to seniors. This is a once-a-month uh, once initiative. Uh, the next dates will be July 12th, August 16th, and September 13th. Again, it's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, St. Athanasius is located at 1855 5th Avenue in Aurora, so come on out and share the information with any seniors who can benefit. Also, don't forget, uh, the deadline for registration is June 21st for the Kane County Sheriff's Office one-day forklift driver certification class. OSH currently provides forklift driver and OSHA 10 training at the Kane County Jail. The card certification is good for three years. There's a registration fee of $25, which covers lunch. Shout-outs to our friend, or excuse me, our friends of the Kane County Sheriff's Office. Also, Fox Valley United Way, very first Halloween Hustle 5K and One Mile Fun Walk, a great fundraising event, the proceeds of which will ensure financial support for our children. The date will take place on October 17th at 9 a.m. at Phillips Park. Sponsorships are available and registration is required. There is a link for registration, which we've posted to our Facebook page and our different social media uh, pages. So check that out and participate. They are a great organization. And last but not least, uh, this Thursday, YWCA Girls Education Conference taking place from 8.30 to 10 a.m. It's going to be an online event co-hosted by the AF excuse me, ACFEG group. The theme will be evolving learning experiences in a COVID world. There is a helpful and suggested donation of $25. The YWCA has a simple mission, eliminating racism and empowering women. Shouts out to the YWCA. All right. And that is the news. All right. Um, so good morning. Good morning. How are you feeling? feeling good yeah i'm excited to be here all right glad i'm excited to do this as i mentioned uh i feel honored and obligated i had my eye i, I had this plan for a long time mm, uh, i was always liking pics and your artwork and everything and i kept telling myself like when the time is right mm -hmm. elizabeth french is gonna get her interview yeah you gave us our very first uh our very first gift too on yeah. the show oh really yep oh that's that was so the first cool. thing we ever got from anybody that's amazing yeah I thank you for yep. being out there to get um, the gift. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, for our listeners and our viewers, those who are unfamiliar, mm -hmm. let's start off. Let us know who you are and where you're from. Um, I'm Elizabeth French. Uh, casually, I go by Liz. Um, I was named after my great-grandma, Elizabeth, so that's professionally why I go by Elizabeth. Okay. Um, I grew up in Downers Grove, Illinois, which is like 30 minutes east 
Right. Um, yeah. And that's that's where I'm from. I lived there my whole life. My parents have lived in the same house my whole life. Really? So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, when we talk about hometown roots, yours are still planted, right? Yeah, yeah, they're still there. Okay. <laughs> and you travel out here daily? Um, no, I live here. Oh, you live here now. Okay. Yeah, my partner and I live um, in downtown Aurora, actually. We've been here for like five-ish years. Okay. So, yeah. All right, cool. Um, are there any similarities between the Downers Grove experience and Aurora? Yeah, for sure. I actually feel like um, the the community that I've found in Aurora feels um, actually more rooted than Downers. I, I think my family was sort of connected to things in the community through school. Okay. And stuff like that, but I wasn't as involved in downtown Downers in a lot of ways mm -hmm. and the stuff that was going on there. So, um, yeah, I I really have enjoyed living in downtown Aurora for that. Uh, I've only I'm only familiar with Downers Grove just because there was a Grand Crackers Comics there, I think, and like taking the train, you know, mm -hmm. like the metro going through it. It's yeah. got a nice downtown. Yeah, it's actually when my parents first moved there, it was quite a bit smaller it was the downtown at least was right like kind of small and uh yeah it's gotten a, there's like a lot more like condos and buildings and stuff like that so it looks a little bit it's coming bigger. up mm -hmm. right it ain't no aurora but they're getting there yeah right? <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right so from downers grove um did you go to high school graduate high school from in downers grove as well yeah i went to downers grove north okay um in uh it has it had a really good um, arts program. My visual art experience at Donners Grove North was um, it was great. It okay. Was amazing. Have you always had art? Uh, have you always had roots in art from school and everything like that? Stayed in it, mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. I've I don't think I ever remember. I don't remember ever starting to draw or paint. Like it just mm. always felt like it was in my life. Um, I always had a lot of sort of verbal support from people for art making throughout my life which is incredible and uh and music i was in choir my whole life as well uh -huh. so. okay yeah. choir choir <laughs> uh now you mentioned before we started recording that you have a background in in, in, uh, excuse me, in theater mm, yeah right okay yeah. um so choir you play any instruments I did play the flute for a little bit okay. um i was okay at it but uh yeah i think i just wanted to use my voice more so it kind of went out I see I see um is it hard being in choir um no I actually I think it's where a lot more of I'm, my confidence came from um especially in I was in a lot of women's choirs okay so all women um in high school and in college and uh it's just a powerful feeling to find a sound with a group of women especially like for me um yeah, I think after I left college and I wasn't in choir anymore, I, I kind of took the experience for granted because it was just it was an incredible feeling to create sound with people. Um, you've got an extrovert kind of personality, which is a little bit different from what I've seen of a lot of artists. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of artists typically tend to be introverted and their art, their art is what they project. Mm -hmm. uh, but you don't seem to have that problem. You seem to be an, you know, an extroverted artist and mm -hmm. like out there and speaking and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, that's a really intuitive question. I, I like that. Sorry, keep going. No, yeah. Um, 
I remember when you gave us the artwork when you, when I met you at Gremlin and gave us artwork. Like, what was different about you? I think was that you, like, reached out like, "Hey, here's my work. Boom, boom, boom. Check it out. What do you got? What do you think?" And you know, I'd like to donate these to the show. Yeah. Where typically, and even still now, I think the only other person who's reached out and like made an extroverted attempt to like talk to us, mm-hmm. being an artist is like one other artist. Other ones are like, you know, I've inquired about their art mm-hmm. and they withdraw. Mm. You know, like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to, I don't know if I want to show, yeah. right? Yeah, for sure. That's, yeah, sorry, Do, is it okay if I Oh yeah, definitely, that? definitely. I, uh, it's funny because I feel like my extrovertedness isn't a natural thing. It's mm-hmm. something I learned over time. I think as a young person I found the greatest energy being by myself and that makes sense for a visual artist I think because you know your communication is visual your communication is sight so yeah I think it for me it I I feel most comfortable in that Mm -hmm. in it being sight to communicate like a feeling or emotion or expression right but I think um, just throughout my life I I had to learn how to be extroverted had to learn how to be extroverted. Yeah, hmm. yeah, I think so. I feel like, um, yeah, it just helped um, in like a lot of different situations in my life, and it was a skill that I had to hone. Right. Um, but it doesn't always. It's not always natural, and it, I, sometimes I wish it wasn't required. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. Um, now, choir. Um, did you continue choir during or uh, after high school? Yes. Okay. So I went to North Central College in Naperville. All right. North Central. Um, and I had a, a little, a, a small scholarship um, for choir there. Okay. And that helped me out a little bit. And uh, yeah, I was in women's choir uh, the whole time. Is North Central, is that the college that's like around in downtown? Kind of yes. close to that place, Quigley's? Yes. Up the street from that? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quigley's, that little white castle looking thing. Yeah. On the, yeah. Yeah, I've been there a number of times. That place is cool. <laughs> on Jefferson Street? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, all right, so you, you went to North Central College, um, graduate college. What came after? After college, what's life like for uh, Elizabeth after college? Yeah, so um, I originally was a visual art and education major, and I was going through education, and I was questioning why I wanted to be a teacher. Okay. Because um, I hadn't experienced what art was in life, and I didn't feel like I understood how to tell, like why to tell kids to pursue art. If you don't understand it yourself. If you don't understand it yourself, right, exactly. I didn't, it's not that I doubted that you should pursue art, but I right. didn't know why. So, um, yeah, so I switched my major to visual art and technical theater because um, they had a new uh, professor in the tech side, like the behind the scenes side of art. Right. And I, I'm a hands on, I just love to get my hands in visual art. And Brilliant. that was um, a, side that I didn't know anything about. So I started painting um, sets and I did a little design Mm -hmm. and did a couple sets in college. Um, And then when I graduated um, from college, I worked um, freelance and I did um, theater painting. So I worked for a company up in uh, 
Oh, what is the name of that town? It's in Chicago, way far up by Evanston. Uh, Raven, or no, not Ravenswood. Lincoln. Lincolnshire. Lincolnshire. Lincoln. I think there's a Lincoln. There's a Lincolnwood. Yeah. Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Lincolnwood. Okay. And I uh, did a bunch of like amazing. Worked with a group of like four artists and okay. um, painted some amazing sets. Like, Theater painting. So yeah, it's like dancing. I feel like theater painting is almost like a dance. And you just listen to music all day and you're just like in this rhythm and you have this big brush on a stick and you're just painting these amazing things. And, and so I did that for like four months and that was amazing. And then I actually worked for the Paramount um, in downtown Aurora for, I think it was like three or four months they needed some extra painting help. Mm -hmm. um, so I painted for them for a little while and that was amazing as well. And then, uh, and then I worked um, for a uh, art restoration company that did like insurance claims. So if someone had a fire or a flood in their home, we would collect our artwork okay. and clean it up for them as best we could. Um, and insurance would kind of cover that cost. Nice. Um, and then after that, I, I felt like I wanted to do something more in like an art therapy direction. I wanted to sort of incorporate my skills with the therapy that art gave me. Um, so I worked, where did I work? I worked um, for a couple different places, but that's what got me into working um, with uh, autistic children and adults. Okay. Um, so for the past three years, uh, I've worked um, with uh, doing like one-on-one -on -one therapy um, for kids um, on the spectrum. And that was pivotal to me starting to make art again recently, so. Okay. Yeah. Growing up, what impact did your dad have in your life? My dad? My dad is an um, incredibly loyal and kind person. Um, he loves to garden. He's had um, just an office job his whole life, but I think in another life he would have loved to have been like a small organic farmer or something like mm -hmm. that. And so I think, I think he's sort of provided... Um, just a sense of kindness in my artwork and he's always supported like he always has said throughout my life he's like I just want you to pursue art I just want you to and even if like he didn't always know how to help me get to certain places because there's really no road map for visual art no there isn't and uh but he just encouraged it he was like I just want you to find it so that's been incredible throughout my life all right so uh work for the Paramount art therapy uh, but I want to I want to know about freelancing and being a freelance artist. Um, what is that like? And for those who are unfamiliar, because I think there's still a perception that, you know, when you see art, I, th I think that people think when they see art and there's an artist, mm -hmm. you got to have it all together, right? Mm -hmm. You're not freelancing. You are a commissioned person. They're paying you for that. You're making big bucks and good money and all that kind of stuff. Is that mm -hmm. true? What's freelancing like? What is that? Um, I don't know if that's true. I feel like um, freelancing is, is tough. It's more of a, um, from my experience, this sure. might not be everyone's experience, but um, from my experience, freelance requires more of almost like a nomadic lifestyle. You know, you got to be ready for things and you got to just take opportunities when they come to you. And uh, you're never going to regret, I don't think, the, ex the experiences you have when you do it because I met amazing people okay. and I just like would never take that back but 
like living more of a nomadic lifestyle is is not easy on your body and it, it can be hard so like yeah you gotta you gotta be willing to go for it you gotta for be sure. down you gotta be down you gotta be mm -hmm. down mm -hmm. yeah for sure. um i i understand so i i asked that question with the knowledge of what it means to be freelancing mm -hmm. um but i i I wanted people to see and hear you say that because you are an actual in the blood bred doing this like daily artist. Yeah. And I think that one of the things a lot of people do is they give up when it gets tough. Yeah. Because they think that an opportunity should have come by now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, why is nobody buying my pieces? Why yeah. is nobody? But you got to be like, you got to forget all that. You got to be dedicated. Yeah, you got to be dedicated. Yeah. You got to just want it and it's got to be part of your being. You right. Know? It's got to be just. If that just means going to I Elgin, that means going to Elgin. If it means right. being in Yorkville, then psh, Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's true. All right. Um, so now let's talk about Elizabeth French art. Mm-hmm. How did Elizabeth French art start? When did you put the pieces to being. Uh, or to rather becoming a businesswoman with the art and everything like that, if yeah. that's a fair statement. Yeah, for sure. So if you look at my Instagram story, it's really st it really started. So right at the beginning of COVID, I uh, I was furloughed from my job and I was moving at a really fast sort of um, mental pace. What was your job? I was working in ABA therapy with. Okay with um, autistic children, okay. so one-on-one right. therapy. And I was moving at this like really, really fast pace, um, and then I got furloughed, and I um, needed to slow down in a healthy way so that I could reflect and sort of process what was happening in my actual life and in the world and all these things. And that's always been art, you know? Like, that's always been art is my, is my way to sort of slow down. Right. But um, because I was kind of mentally working really fast, I was making like an illustration a day. I was just like, boom, boom, boom. And so if you look back at my Instagram account, the whole thing is chronological over the entire year. So everything you see is basically what was happening in my life um, in the present. And uh, yeah, so I started with these illustrations. And then it, I mostly for friends and family like I was just not seeing anybody so I needed to kind of I wanted to share my perspectives and music I was listening to at the time and, mm -hmm. and all of these things so they're almost like little narratives and and I got a lot of positive feedback and I just kind of kept going from there and it sort of evolved into um, the the census series is something I started um, kind of in the midst of that as well. I had already started that series, but I hadn't finished it. Okay. So that, it was really the core um, of my art making, because it's all stippled. It's very, it's a type of drawing that's called, um, it, it's similar to automatic drawing, where it's very intuitive. You don't know what you're gonna make, but you're just kind of going with it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a really important process, I think, for a lot of artists to sort of allow their mind to wander. So then the census series happened and then after that um, I wanted to be accountable to something for a long period of time. So my monthly series which is dedicated to nature and then the Aurora series kind of happened alongside each other and that wasn't planned. <laughs> it kind of just happened but they're not um, 
they're not unrelated, you know, nature and, and community. Like, they, they do work alongside of each, of each other. So um, that was kind of a happy accident. Okay. So you, you started creating series. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, now, I'm friends with you on Instagram and everything, and I, I do have a couple of specific questions about um, some elements that I've seen in your work and um, things like that, but what is your style, or do you even have one? Yeah, I think um, I just, I uh, in high school, I started stippling, which is just dots. Right. It's dots over and over and over. And uh, that was what I did mostly um, in high school. And I, I had an incredible art teacher. And then in college, you know, you start learning about art history. You start learning about sort of the expanse of visual art. And I kind of got away from it because I was like, I don't know if people are going to be interested. In, like, the got away from stippling. Yeah, okay. got away from stippling. I didn't really stipple that much, um, and I experimented with other means, and I was getting into the theater stuff, so right. um, I got away from it. And then I started working with autistic people again, um, and that's, so the first piece I made in the census series is called Stimming, and um, stimming is any sort of um, repetitive thing, and it's a form of self-expression a lot of times with autistic people. And I was just so, it was like this breath of fresh air. I was like, I know that. Like, I know that from high school. I feel that. And um, so I made that piece, and I got back into it again. So I think it's really the core of the art that I make is in stippling. Um, Anything cumulative. And I think as I continue to evolve, I may paint more. I may do other. I'm, I'm open to all these practices. But there's something about additive art. That I don't think I'll ever lose. Hmm. Um, I feel connected to it. Interesting. Okay. Because from uh, your style was unique to me. I like it very much. So that's mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to hear that and its beginnings and everything because I I don't see anybody else that you know uh, yeah, creates like you do. Of course, right? Yeah, it's very exactly. unique. Yeah. Thank you. Um. So now, what is your process when you are drawing or creating i mean do you have a room that you go to do you put on classical music yeah. do you need the lights off like what is your what's your my thing process, yeah <laughs> um yeah i just have um i i like to have a lot of things going kind of while i'm creating whether that's music or film okay um or just being outside um i like to be taking in information a lot of times I'm not I don't usually work in I have worked in silence but I like to have these other perspectives and and means sort of around me so I just have a little desk and I uh, I like natural light I don't usually like to have a lot of other lights on okay. um, and yeah I just sit at my desk and I and I create and uh, it's it's kind of um, it's kind of fluid. I don't really have like a specific time of day that I like to create. Um, I do need to be in a positive place in my mind um, in order to really be able to create the way I like to create. What do you mean by that? So like if I'm out and about, I've been really social, I'm sort of using that extrovertedness that we were talking about earlier and I don't feel as connected to myself um, it's harder for me to make stuff. 
like I have to sort of um, I have to sort of find like uh, this quietness in my mind almost how I how I liked to feel when I was a, a child um, when I was young kind of doing things on my own um, and then I feel like I can really make what I want to make so yeah I understand mm-hmm. um, so I I draw as well, and uh, I don't draw as much as I used to. Uh, I unfortunately kind of like uh, kind of like Hook, right? Like, yeah. you know, remember Peter Pan? Yeah. Right. Like they had to get the dust to like stay with the youthful and all that. Like, don't mm-hmm. grow up. Like, you know, my dust kind of like I missed the dust a little bit, so I started just working, right? Yeah. And drawing less and less, unfortunately. Yeah. But like even now though, when I do the show, I, I try to draw a little bit more, like. I get it. Like, for me to actually be, like, effective and, like, in my element, it's kind of like yeah. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. Like, I can't be me out and about hanging. Like, that's mm-hmm. not Good Morning Aurora, Kurt, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's that's right. just me. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I'm withdrawn, mm-hmm. myself, alone, then I can be mentally and emotionally where I need to be to like create yes. and engage. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, so I, I, I do get it. And I think that's a problem with being an artist. It's hard because I think if you're I think and it makes sense because if you're someone who gives a lot to other people, like with Good Morning Aurora, you're talking to other people, you're trying to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. Understand and everything. Like you're giving a lot. You're giving your energy away. So like when you're creating, you have to get into, you have to have energy. Yeah. You have to have. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So now I've seen, now you mentioned that nature, Mm -hmm. uh, let me get this correct. I want to make sure. Yeah. It was, uh, nature was synonymous with um, life. What was it that you said? I might have messed that up. With the Aurora series. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen frogs mm-hmm. in your work a couple butterflies i think mm-hmm. you got a favorite animal favorite i don't know if i have a favorite animal because i can't tell i i could i usually try to tell like about what's their favorite yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying if i see something keep coming up yeah. right yeah. like okay she must like tigers or something like that but i don't you know yours is a little bit different i see some yeah. faces mm-hmm. animals yeah. Yeah, I think it's just things that are striking. Like, I think I like, I draw a lot of, like, amphibians and insects because their colors are so vibrant. And um, it's more fun to draw, to be honest. Like, it's just fun to see something that's striking or maybe something that you don't see a lot all over the place and um, turn it into something that is maybe a little odd, you know, maybe a little like, oh, I don't like, what is, what is she saying there? And, you know, it's, or what, what do I see in it? You know, like, so there's no, I don't know if I have a favorite animal necessarily. I think over time, different, um, different insects or amphibians or animals like have symbolized different things as well. And I'm not super conscious of that necessarily when I pick stuff, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just look at a lot of nature photography. I like to look at it and kind of pick up on things with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the Senses series came first. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
do you have any of your old work when stippling? Uh, and do you look at it now and do you see the progression in your own skill? Like, I mean, you, you mentioned that you've been doing this since 8th grade. Yeah. So I'm sure you've definitely matured in your style since then. But, you know, going back to the original Instagram stuff you started posting during COVID, yeah. have you seen a progression in your work since then? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I have posted a few of the stuff I did, like, in high school early on um, on Instagram. Like, some a few of those early illustrations are, are like, from a long time ago. Okay. Um, so they were already made. So um trying to think which ones I have up there but they have definitely evolved I think a lot of the stuff that I made in high school I was really interested um, in like faces and mm -hmm. um, wrinkles and like how the skin looked <laughs> okay and I did so I did a lot and then film like I have like this Beauty and the Beast stippled one that's kind of like like um, that's kind of um, it just playing around technically with texture. Mm -hmm. I, so I think that, I think I was just really interested in textures in, when I was young. Right. I, I like to draw things that I thought, um, I expressed like a realism. So I think over time, um, it's become, I think my work has become much more symbolic um, over time and less, um, it's still very technical. But, because that's what I love. I love being technical with my artwork. Um, more of like a craft, like a craftsman. Hmm. Um, but it has taken on more meaning. I think as my world has just gotten bigger, you know, as you start to understand the world in a larger way, that's kind of like, I think, how it's evolved. Okay, yeah. So the progression is both internal and external. Yeah. In a way. So my childhood self was kind of like in a low, low focused world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. Yeah. I get it. I get it. All right. And uh, so like any good artist, you have your portfolio mm -hmm. with you. Uh, let's, uh, let's take a, we can check out what you got. Yeah, I just have this and see one. what's happening. This is for you, actually. I brought, oh, you um, did it again? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't my full portfolio. I just didn't want it to get um, sure. scratched or anything. Sure. But this is for you. I wanted to bring um, one of the Aurora series for you. So. Okay. Um, let me see here. I want to see it. just a tad bit of it. We got iced coffee and we got blended white mochas in the studio too. So okay. we are we are completely chilling. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, if you could, and if it's not gonna just uh, hold up just a tad bit so I can zoom in and see what we got. Oh man, I like that. Yeah. This I like that. Part of the Aurora series, so I had to bring this one. You got a little bit of stippling in there. I see. So I like the I like the colors in it very much so, mm -hmm. and I like the it has a loud, boisterous nature to it too. Ding ding, ding you know, like yeah. sounding the alarm kind of thing. For I sure. Can, yep. Yeah, and if you look at my Instagram, there's a little bit of music paired with it. It tells like I think a little narrative, um, but you kind of got to go, you got to take a deep dive into my Instagram to find it. You got a great Instagram too, by the way. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah. I have been a, uh, been a fan and a follower of your Instagram since the very beginning. Yeah. At least for me getting to know you and your uh, artwork and everything. I think that's how I, right. I think that's how I view Instagram. It's, if it's anything to me, it's, it's just a virtual gallery. I hope people view it as they, would, as they would going to a museum and looking at art. So you know something, I'll tell you. That's what I actually, that's what I actually love about Instagram. 
I yeah. love that. Mm -hmm. I love that it is a gallery. Like you it's can see, yeah, that's the cool thing about it mm -hmm. for me. Um, you know, that's why I've never been too big on the social media, like, you know, Snapchat and all, it disappears. Like I want it to stay to see that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The permanent side of it. It doesn't need to be fast, fast, fast. Right. It's just like, this is what's here. This right. is a story to see. I like that it's more visual than, uh, you know, people do write long Mm -hmm. captions and stuff but yeah, yeah but that's okay I, I'm there for the artwork and everything yeah thank you I appreciate that <laughs> I hope it's coming across <laughs> alright now speaking of which how can people find your art what is your Instagram handle yeah my Instagram handle is at Elizabeth French Art okay. that's the one I use the most for sure um, I do have Facebook as well but it's not set up as business like I do okay. post somewhat often though so if you want to hear something that I'm doing I'll put it on there. Okay. And it's the same um, name, Elizabeth French Art, on Facebook? Elizabeth French Art is also on Facebook. Okay. Um, and then my uh, website is elizabeth-french.com. So you can definitely um, see all the series a little more organized um, there. And you can see my artist statement as well. Okay. All right. Now, currently, your art is in Treadwell. Yes. The all right. The series is in Treadwell. And I have prints for sale at Cottonseed Creative Exchange. So if That's you right. see something you like in the Aurora series and you want to buy a print, head over there. Um, and then I have business cards there, too, if you want to reach out to me, like, individually. But Okay. Yeah. Uh, how'd you get your art into uh, Treadwell? Tell us about uh, tell us about that, because first there was no art, and mm -hmm. then I go in there one day, and bam. I'm like, yo, I know that style. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I've, I've seen, seen that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm at the uh, counter getting my coffee, and, like, your cards are right next to mine. I'm like, what yeah. in the world? Yeah. Yeah, it's just shout-outs. I honestly couldn't have made the Aurora series mm -hmm. without the people that live here. Okay. It wouldn't have happened. Right. Like, I, I think I realized through the process, like, how powerless I am by myself. Like, I, I wanted to create a series of artwork that was I couldn't have made alone. Um, and so that's how I got it at Treadwell. She, they just shouted it out, and they said, hey, we want to put up a series, and, and I, I just would love people to see it. So so I couldn't do it without the people there, you know, mm -hmm. good people. Now, was that your first time having your art in a, like, physical location downtown as opposed to a pop-up or something like that? Yeah, that's the first one for the original artwork. Okay. Um, I had the Aurora series um, at Cottonseed Creative Exchange I think it was April was when they kind of highlighted my stuff. Okay. And then, um, yeah, so I just kept the rest of the prints there after that month. So. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So, you know, this this, inter this interview was actually, as I mentioned, it's cool because I have seen you, I've seen your stuff more now mm. after meeting you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. After you gave me those prints, like, now, like, yeah, you're at Cotton C, at Trevor, well, like, you're at all the places I go to. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool, though. Okay. I think that's cool, though, yeah. I don't like, I don't like stuffy, right? I don't like blah. Mm. Like, I like dynamic, cool, mm -hmm. new stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. So, with that being said, what do you think the art world, not just in Aurora here, but what do you think the art world needs more of? I think it needs um, visual artists just to, I think so many visual artists just want to exist with other people locally. And it's where you find the most inspiration. 
And like, I think if anything, having local artwork or just art in general, whatever speaks to you in your home on a daily basis is such a powerful um, way to remember sort of the privilege of sight if you have it. Um, and I, so I think um, it's for everybody. Like having visual art is not just for these upper echelons of whatever. Like it's, it's for everybody and everyone like can look at visual art critically. And I think um, that's why I've, I've just so appreciated having stuff up in downtown Aurora because um, it, I just hope that anyone wants to have it around to look at. And it doesn't have to be my art. Like you go to Cotton Seed Creative Exchange and there's like six artists there. Right. Visual artists that have incredible artwork. And if it speaks to you, like put it in your house, put it on your wall. And, right. and look at it daily. Yeah. You know, it's important. Um, all right, so next question. Well, you know what? I'm going to take a little bit of a wrap around for that. Okay. Now, who is your, or um, who's your mentor? You have any mentors along the way? Yeah, I, uh, I think it's just the sort of my family that is like my friends who have become my family. Okay. Um, so my partner, Drew, is just an incredible support system. He is so educated in art history and music and film and all these things, so I've just learned so much from him. And, uh, and then um, a couple other friends, um, Christian Minus, he's got some music out there, so anyone can listen to his stuff. Okay. Um, he's got incredible music. He's just an incredible person. Uh, I learned so much about the LGBTQ plus community from him, um, which has been so amazing. And, uh, and then uh, my friend Nick Hayes as well, uh, especially this past year, we, we just found so much community and love in each other um, while we were sort of processing the world and everything. And uh, it's influenced my work and it's helped me be a better communicator and just a better person in general. Oh. So, yeah. Um, Nick Hayes? Nick Hayes. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right, so um, so what's next? What's next for Elizabeth French and Elizabeth French art? I mean, what's the future? What's the future hold? Yeah, um, yeah. So I am painting one of the utility boxes in downtown Aurora okay. in August, I believe. Yeah, I think um, that's when they're gonna do them again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be out. I think I, I'm painting the one that's right outside the Aurora Public Library. Um, mm -hmm across the street from the coffee shop there. Um, so I'll be out there through August painting that. Okay. Um, that's sort of my first step into doing public art like that. And um, and then I'm also doing the um, oh, the art festival in August 28th, I think, um, is the outdoor art fest in downtown Aurora. So I'll be selling prints. I have two months left in my monthly series to have done that for a whole year. Uh -huh. um, I think August, yeah. So I'll be done by the time I do that outdoor fest, and I'll have prints there for the monthly series. If you if you like anything, you can come by some. So. Word up, word up, y'all heard it here. Y'all heard it here. That's breaking news, y'all. It's breaking news. <laughs> All right. What's the biggest impact COVID had on your life? Um, I think it just brought me. It just rooted me. I think it just rooted me to the core of myself, and it made me question, you know, what 
parts of yourself do you never want to take for granted or do you never want to lose? And um, yeah, just brought me back to my roots and um, reminded me of all the people that remind me of my roots and want me to stay connected to it. Um, yeah, definitely. You mentioned earlier that art therapy and um, working with youngsters and adults on the spectrum mm -hmm. brought you back into art. Yeah. What did you mean by that specifically? You were leaving art? You were getting done with art? You were tired of art? What, is that, what do you mean? No, I don't think I was tired of it. I just didn't see it as having a place in my life. I didn't know um, how I was going to use it or why I needed it. Okay. Um, I thought that I should just be helping people. Like, you know, I just should be out there helping other people. And I didn't realize that by not giving myself that energy, I can't help people as much as I could if I lose that part of myself. Um, so yeah, I, and it was mostly because I worked, um, I worked with a woman in Naperville when I worked with adults um, on the spectrum that just like, I don't know if you've heard the term harm reduction, mm -hmm. but she, uh, she just understood that intuitively and she was rooted in it and I learned so much from her and I think so many autistic children and adults um, experience harm on a daily basis. And understanding her process, like she didn't need the term harm reduction because she just lived it. And uh, I, I'm so grateful for that um, because I think I harmed less kids that way. Like I was able to really connect and be connected to kids. And um, and then and then I worked with a few kids that were just incredible artists, visual artists. Right. Um, a few who didn't have verbal communication, but um, because they were so sort of focused in, we could communicate visually, and uh, and we could sort of build a trust that way. Right. And um, yeah, it's like why would I ever lose something that that roots me in that way? Because I can connect um, and communicate through other forms other than verbally. Like, you can communicate with your sight, you can communicate with smell, with taste, with touch, with all these things. Um, yeah, I don't want to lose that ever, I don't think. What would you be without art? I don't know. <laughs> I think, like I said, I, like, I've never not had it in my life. I don't remember a beginning. That's why I wrote, I, I wrote that down when you said that. Yeah. Because I was like, I couldn't fathom you not in an art world so when you said that that was like a a flag went up like wow elizabeth french at one point in time considered not not doing it yeah for sure crazy. it's just hard this world's hard so it is <laughs> just, oh certainly right so i was like i don't know i um yeah i just i guess i i took it for granted i think i really did take it for granted and and i think yeah i don't know who i don't know exactly who i would be without it i don't know if i ever want to find out <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> i think i tried and i just kept being pushed back into it and it's like you can't you know whatever uh yeah i don't know i just i have to I, it's got to be part of my life in some way shape or form because it helps me connect with people in an authentic way and maybe that's what i want the most like just to connect to people authentically, you have to be able to to share the parts of yourself you love the most, you know? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with America? Oh, <laughs> but yeah, for sure, that's a big question. 
I think, um, I think it's just uh, disconnecting from, like I said, from roots, disconnecting from your, your physical self. Um, I think you can get lost sort of mentally in, um, and I don't know if it's something about being in almost like a survival mode or going too fast or speeding up in different ways or disconnecting from yourself, but we can't, I, I, I think finding your roots and feeling connected to your physical self is so healing. And I don't know what all the answers are, but um, it's not something that we should lose. So, yeah, I think that's, I think that's what I've learned. That's interesting. Um, so, the 28th of August, you will be painting the utility boxes. Mm -hmm. That's the art festival in Aurora time frame mm -hmm. as well. Okay. Um, is your art going to stay in Treadwell or will you be in new locations with it? It's, it's still going to be on display at Cottonseed and Treadwell for some time. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where folks can find your stuff. Prints will be for sale on the 28th as well. Yep. Right. August 28th. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so after you finish the monthly series, what comes after that? Because you got two more, right? Yeah, I got two more in the monthly series. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remain open. Um, I, I've i sort of committed myself to these two sort of series for a year to learn and grow and all these things. Um, and... I would eventually like to evolve the census series over time okay. um, and I have a few sort of larger paintings I'm working on um, I've done a little bit of commission work I appreciate the people who have asked for commission work because um, sometimes if I've been in my world for a long time having another person's idea or painting something or drawing something that someone else loves is very inspirational so right. um, if anyone needs a commission I, I, I do like that um, doing those occasionally and kind of having that having someone else's mind to sort of explore mm -hmm. you know yeah um, so it's what I do on a day-to-day -day basis yes absolutely it's, trust me yeah <laughs> it's all I do I you know I am living different lives you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying yeah absolutely and there's so much beauty in that like it's it's amazing to see so so yeah, uh, I have those two things coming up, and then um, yeah, we'll see where fall takes me from there. But. Your profile pic on your Instagram is a self-portrait. Mm -hmm. How um, when did you uh, draw that? When did you create that? That was in high school, actually. I did that a long time ago, and it's actually it is stippled, but it's with my signature. Mm -hmm. So I sort of stippled my signature over and over and over, and did a self-portrait. Huh. So you can't really tell that from the picture. You'd have to like really. It makes it cooler now. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was already cool before. But <laughs> I thought it was really deep in high school. I was like, oh, no, nah, it's mad deep. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. It looks. Yeah. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's absolutely wonderful. Thank you. I yep. appreciate that. But yeah, I did that one a long time ago. All right. Um, how can we, the community, help you? Um. I think like I said, just like, um, I appreciate the reaching out. I don't know, like shout outs for local artists has really helped me. Um, just engagement um, with visual artists. Want to come on a live news someday? Yeah. In the morning time? For sure. All right, yeah, word up. We're going to put that on the calendar for that. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that you think I'm introverted or extroverted. 
<laughs> no, you are. You are. Even if you don't think so, you are. Trust Thank me. Thank you. I, 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 um, so here's the thing. You know, we're adults, so we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk turkey right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people who have listened to or watched Good Morning Aurora, whatever the case may be, or, or you know, even mm-hmm. going back to like, because when you met me was last that was a long time ago. Yeah. And the show has changed from then. We weren't doing videos then. It was mm-hmm. only audio. I don't think a lot of people, like, know who I am or what I look like, right? Mm-hmm. So I won't call it... I wouldn't call it discrimination. Mm-hmm. But I don't meet a lot of people... Let me start over. I think a lot of people are shocked that, like, I'm me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I've met people, I set up an interview or whatever. Yeah. And they're going to come on the show or whatever. And, like, when they see me open the door, mm-hmm. they're like, whatever. Or they think they're in the wrong place really? or whatever the case may be. And, like, you, like, weren't like that. Like, you were trying to... You, mm-hmm. You know, your focus and your everything was, like, the art, getting to know me, and, like, yo, you know, I like the show and everything like that. Boom. You know, I want to see what you think about this. If you want mm-hmm. like, that was cool and it was refreshing. Yeah. Because, like I said, like, this is a whole different aspect of myself and everything. Yeah. So when people, you know, when people... When I'm trying to get to know somebody, mm-hmm. and am I trying to get to know them and highlight them and shout out them and showcase them and display them, mm-hmm. if they are, like, freaked out, whatever the case may be, or, like, reserved or reluctant now, it makes me question the dedication to what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. Because I don't care if I had to meet the devil. Like, I am going to get this... In, like. Mm-hmm. nothing is going to stop me kind of like you said about being a no man being a freelancer yeah like I don't care if I got to go to Skokie Schaumburg ride a train or eat glass I am <laughs> going to get what I want and what I want to present done mm-hmm. and that's the kind of energy you got you know what I'm saying and that was really cool like yeah. that was really like you did not break stride you had your work boom yeah you know what I'm saying and uh, it just goes it's, it's just a human insight yeah, for sure. And that's the beauty of having some form of expression. Like you said, you could just feel that energy in somebody yeah. else. Yeah, yep, exactly. You like, know? that's what you <laughs> like got. Like, out here doing it. <laughs> you, and you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you will not be stopped. And, like, mm. that's what I like. You know what I'm saying? And it's been, it's been an interesting ride doing this. Mm-hmm. And the ups and downs, strangely, of doing this show have been less with like technical glitches and all that kind of stuff i've had some issues but it can't you know this the camera don't work right. blah 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 the lights went out but like the roller coaster of humans mm-hmm. has been far more like than yeah than your own the technical side of it yeah. i swear like mm-hmm. it has been you know when i write the book it'll be just all about like dealing with humans yeah. Seriously, that's been the craziest part of this whole thing. Yep, yep. I don't um, doubt it. So, yeah. So, we're coming up on the weekend. What you got planned for the weekend? Uh, my sister's going to be coming to town. I haven't seen her 
in over a year, uh, her and her family live um, moved down to Texas when COVID started. So they weren't able to meet a lot of people Damn. while they were down there. Um, and Moving to like, Texas when everybody's locking in? That's yes. Not, <laughs> 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 Talk about luck. Right. Um, I haven't seen her in a long time, and I'm, I'm really close with my sister, and I, I was around when her kids were young a lot. Yeah. Um, and I was with them a lot, so not seeing them is, is weird and hard. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to see her this weekend. So That's good. Mm-hmm. Good. Awesome. All right. So the show ends on a positive note. Mm-hmm. What is your message today to the people of Aurora? Um, express yourself. I think, especially with Pride Month this month, like there's just so much beauty to be seen if you pay attention to it. So, uh, just uh, learn about it, and and or if you're already part of it, express it. So, any form of expression you have, whatever senses you have, um, just do it. Yeah. Words of wisdom from our dear friend Elizabeth French, who gave Good Morning Aurora the very first piece of anything as a gift. Yeah. Way, way, way back when I went from the bathroom mm-hmm. to the actual recording studio. Yeah. Yep, much appreciated. Yeah. All of you wonderful people, Instagram at Elizabeth French Art, mm-hmm. Facebook Elizabeth French Art, and the website elizabeth-french.com. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. We appreciate Elizabeth's time coming in here. You guys, don't forget to subscribe to the show and check out our dear friend's artwork August 28th, painting a utility box and also doing commission work for you guys. Mm-hmm. Shout out. And then the art festival, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right, and the yes. art festival. Mm-hmm. All right. All, um, have a good, wonderful day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another great episode. Peace.